Hello, and welcome to Universal with Coleman Higby. Today we are going to talk about how the people of the past viewed astronomy and space, as well as some major discoveries. So, to start off, we are going to go all the way back to prehistoric humans, what most people would call cavemen. First, it is believed that many Ice Age paintings on walls actually represent star constellations, meaning they most likely saw some patterns or images in stars. Scientists have also found images in symbols believed to represent a primitive calendar using animal images, sort of like a zodiac. In fact, it is believed that cavemen actually knew quite a bit about star locations and the way they moved. They used this knowledge to know when the winter and summer would come. They also knew when it was a good time to hunt, all because of the movement and location of the stars. Something else interesting is that scientists have used computers to rewind time and find out exactly when certain star calendars were made. Now we'll move on to a much more interesting era of astronomy, the Middle Ages. Before the first telescopes, people were able to discover many stars and multiple planets, but not much else was possible with their limited technology. However, in 1909, Galileo Galilei invented the first telescope. It wasn't very powerful, with just three times magnification. Still, Galileo was arguably one of the most important men in history. With telescopes getting more and more powerful, in the 16th century, Nicholas Copernicus had an idea. He believed that the moon orbited the Earth, while the Earth and planets orbited the sun. But, with everyone else thinking that the sun, moon, and planets all orbited the Earth itself, it was hard to get his idea out there. It was especially hard because the church believed that the Earth was the most important and greatest celestial body, not one just like all the others. And since it was the church who had a lot of power in society, they made sure his theory was discredited by everyone else. Still, Copernicus kept going. And, while his model was still considered incorrect by most, it still did many things. For example, his model expanded the universe's size and also helped explain the way the planets moved better than the other model could. Something kind of funny is that in the geocentric model, the one with the Earth in the middle, is that the universe supposedly rotated once every 24 hours. So, the universe had to be very small, otherwise the stars would be flung out due to centripetal force. Anyways, while they were much more precise than others, Copernicus's heliocentric models were still very far off from the truth. Still, it paved the way for future astronomers to complete the model. Another important discovery was Kepler's Law. It stated that the planets did not move around the sun in a perfect circle, which was most commonly believed, but instead in an oval-shaped or elliptical pattern. This was important because it means the planets weren't always the same distance from the sun. Knowing this, astronomers could predict the motion of the planets much more accurately than before. The last discovery I'm going to mention in this section is the discovery of Jupiter's moons by Galileo. Why was this important? Well, because it was one of the strongest pieces of evidence in support of the heliocentric model. This is because it showed that there are objects orbiting something other than the Earth. Now for the last section, which is more recent discoveries in astronomy. 
This is from about 1700 to now. First of all, there's Herschel's map. From 1780 to 1834, William Herschel and his sister Charlotte made a huge map of the heavens. It had thousands of stars and nebula. He also discovered Uranus, whose original name was the Georgium Sidus. You can also pronounce Uranus as Uranos and, of course, the infamous Uranus. If we had just stuck with the Georgium Sidus, we would have been saved from those years and years of dumb anus jokes. Anyway, this map was important because it showed the shape of the Milky Way. Instead of being a shape that was expected, which was a rectangle, it was a disk, and the sun was nowhere in the middle. This showed that the sun, along with all the planets, orbited in some grander system. Then, there was also Einstein's famous theory of relativity, which states that mass has the ability to warp both space and time. For example, light passing by a planet may change direction due to the planet warping space with its gravity. The reason this theory was so important is because it changed everything. All astronomy had been based on Newton's physics, but Einstein's new view opened up a whole new world of astronomy. Another super cool discovery was that the universe is expanding. Edmund Hubble, after confirming galaxies existed in 1924, in 1929 found out that they were moving away from us. He did this by tracking distant galaxies' movement. Just a few years later, in 1931, Karl Jansky discovered a radio signal coming from the center of the Milky Way. This even leads to the discovery of some pretty awesome things, like quasars and pulsars, because they emit radiation, which can be detected. Quite a while later, in 1964, CMBR was discovered by Arno Penzias and Robert Wilson. CMBR stands for Cosmic Microwave Background Radiation. CMBR is microwave radiation that appears in very small amounts, hence the term background, everywhere in the universe. It is thought to be leftover microwave radiation from the first few microseconds of the universe, when it was very small. It offered much support for the Big Bang Theory, the theory that all matter in the universe was once a very, very small point that exploded into the universe. Nowadays, most astronomers do believe this theory. If you want more info, go listen to episode 1 of Universal. Anyways, a more recent astronomical discovery was the existence of exoplanets. Exoplanets are planets orbiting a star that isn't the Sun. They were discovered in 1995 by Swiss astronomers Didier Quelos and Michael Mayer. They discovered a planet in the constellation Pegasus, and so named it 51 Pegasus b. The method they used has also been used in countless other times to find other exoplanets. Also, if you want to know some more info on exoplanets themselves, go check out episode 6. Anyways, with that, I'm going to end this episode of Universal. Please be sure to rate and send me any feedback you may have.